0: Good morning, good morning, everybody. It's Dimity McDowell here with a special bonus edition of the Another Mother Runner podcast. I am sitting next to my favorite sports nutritionist, Ellie Kempton. Hello. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm good. You're good. I, You're good I, because we have so much good stuff to talk about. I know. I
1: know. I'm so excited to share a few of my secrets.
0: You have lots of secrets, <laughs> um, but we're only, only going to do the nutrition ones here. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. To me. Uh, sure. So what we're going to do is we're going to actually have kind of this two-part podcast. What we wanted to do today is because we are in the heart of racing season in October, lovely, crisp fall temperatures, and everybody is hitting a starting line or finish line, it feels like, um, we want to go over this race prep and taper menu that you created for us probably a couple of years ago, but yeah. you know, like a good book, it is still hundred percent useful. And I know so many people have had so much success by following it. So we kind of wanted to share it with a greater AMR audience.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love breaking things down in a way where it's almost too simple to be true. So I'm really glad that it's been useful, but more or less, I love that it's repetitive in the way that you don't have to overthink anything and every step is outlined.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that first, and then we're going to shift gears because then... Um, We have a new program starting up, or not a new one, but the next round of one, Living Nourished Like a Mother Fall, um, which is going to basically go the month of November. It goes from November 3rd Mm -hmm. to December 1st, Um, and it's going to be a lovely four weeks of us talking um, about fall nutrition, about lifestyle that fits in with the fall rhythms, about Mm -hmm. digestion, just really good stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's start with this taper menu, um, or the two-week race prep, I should say. And um, I'm just looking at my calendar now. I always get dates wrong. It's November 4th, November 4th. Oh, that's right. So we're thinking of the 3rd. That's a Sunday. No, if you're like, no, that's wrong. You're (laughs) right. Um, It is the 4th to December 1st. Um, Okay, so December 2nd, December 1st. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I should have written that down. Okay, so on this two-week race prep, we talk about what happens. Basically, you're heading into taper. Correct.
1: Yes, yes. And which is the time where our minds go crazy, right? We're second guessing maybe things that we should do more of or do less of. And so my intention behind building this out was to tell you just the simple things to think about so that you can rest and and indulge in taper season, as it should be.
0: Yes, yes. Um, Because, yeah, like you just said, it's one of those things where, you know, your body is resting and you, your mind gets as your body rests, your mind goes into overdrive and you want to make sure you're doing all the right things and all the little aches and pains. And all of a sudden you're blowing your nose like three or four more times than you're used to doing in the morning. You're like, oh my gosh, am I getting sick? And oh my gosh, my kids are, you know, you're making them with the, putting the hand gel on to keep them well. And it's, it's, it's nerve wracking, right? Because you put in all this time and your head is spinning.
1: I was the queen of the taper blues. Yes, I second guessed Everything. Yeah. So building this taper menu out was very cathartic for me because it's something I wish I would have gotten and what I wish I would have followed.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So we're starting with some vitamin C, right? Nice preventative measure. Talk you about know, that.
1: Yeah, the immune system is really what takes it, taper takes its toll on the immune system because you're going from very consistent workouts and a very consistent regimen to more rest. And that's sometimes what that letdown is when the immune system kicks in and kind of goes into overdrive so to prevent that letdown and prevent the immune attack you can just proactively take some vitamin c and it's going to help across the board vitamin c is very energizing but it's super protective because it's the master antioxidant of the body and by the way when you take vitamin c powder you're also hydrating which is something i know all the coaches are recommending more of during taper season i always forget to hydrate more during taper season and so when i'm taking vitamin c i try to drink it in lots of fluid and it's a really it's it's a pretty bulletproof strategy.
0: Nice. So you like the you like the powdered formula like the emergency or let's like, talk a little bit about the sugar content in those cuz yeah. I I know that's kind of a sticking point, right?
1: It can be problematic. Some of those vitamin C powders are the Mary Poppins strategy where a little bit of sugar makes the nice <laughs> go down. <Yes. laughs> so, I'm not a huge fan of some of the higher sugar ones, but there are some really high quality vitamin Cs out there that are made from more whole foods like orange powder and that kind of thing. There's a brand that I really like. I think actually even Noon makes a vitamin C, don't they? Yes, yes. So that would be a really, really good one. They have an
0: immunity um, booster kind of thing. Yes, so
1: that would be awesome because not only are you getting the vitamin C, but you're probably getting zinc. I haven't looked at their formulation recently, but Z or C requires some zinc, um, and so it would be awesome if that were in there. I also really like um, the company Ultima. Do you know, yes, I've heard
0: of Ultima. Yep, yeah,
1: I like them too. They're a little bit less in sugar, and then there's a very, very um, whole food based company called Innate Response that makes it literally out of orange peels and um, other vitamin C rich foods. So you can okay. go, there's a whole spectrum, but start with something simple and something that you'll remember and try to remember to start doing it two full weeks out from your race. Okay, so we're
0: looking to about looking for about a thousand to two thousand milligrams a day,
1: yeah, to tolerance. If you'll know, you get too much. You'll have a little bit of an urgent bowel movement situation, so back off if that's the case, right? <laughs>
0: Ellie's not wanting you to spend time in the porta potty.
1: <laughs> no, but really, one to two thousand is a very conservative dose, and you could stand to even do that once or twice a day.
0: Nice. Okay. Great. Um, and then sleep is another thing that we really need to. You know, the taper is. It's hard because you know you, you have a lot of time. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this and this, but really you need to rest your body. Correct. Well, and it's free. Yeah, it's you free. <laughs> sleep is free. Yeah. So
1: I used to in- invest in all these really more expensive recovery aids. Like I know at the end of my swim career, IV bars were really popular. Oh, sure. And so that's expensive when sleep does so many of the same things, right? And it's just about scheduling it, which sounds almost too simple to be true, but really setting that alarm clock 30 minutes to an hour before you normally go to bed and sticking to that. Because the more sleep you get, the more your body's going to have to chance to rebuild itself and that's typically why you feel tired in the first place is your body is quickly trying to repair itself and that takes energy it's hard work for the body to repair muscle tissue at the rate you're asking it to
0: absolutely and then the other i want to just give a little praise for a disco nap I love. Yes. I mean, and so again, like, you know, I know not everyone is in a position to be able to be like, okay, checking out at two o'clock for 20 minutes. But if you can do that, that can work wonders for both both rejuvenating yourself for the afternoon and also um, kind of almost like as a runway to sleep that night. Sometimes mm-hmm. I know sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't nap because then I won't fall asleep. I think it almost like primes the body to fall asleep at night. If you take a short nap, you can't take a two-hour nap.
1: Absolutely. There's a sweet spot. And I'm not a nap expert, but I think really anything longer than 90 minutes can create problems. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now we're t- one week out, and you've got this nice avoid and include list. And we're not going to go through everything. This 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 will be linked in the show notes, um, so, and it will also be in the email that goes out. So you guys are going to have this at your um, disposal, and you can put it with all your resources. But... Um, one week out we're going to start avoiding more processed sugar mm-hmm. right especially if you're racing the week of halloween if you're headed to new york city race that's hard racing new york city marathon so Why do we want to avoid processed sugar that week out?
1: Yeah, so really it's another source of inflammation to the body. And the last thing you want is to go into race day a little bit inflamed, Mm -hmm. right? You want to remove all inflammatory triggers and give your body information that it fully understands. So think about food whole food like food that's not combined with a ton of other foods and not in a package for a long time think of it like sentences that your body reads and when you're bo- when the food has been modified words of the sentence are taken out so your body doesn't quite know what to do with it and maybe you'll get a quick burst of energy but really not a ton of long-term energy and so the week of race you want to give your body sentences and more sentences and more sentences it can read and understand and utilize so that you feel literally the most vibrant you've felt in a long time going into race day.
0: I love it and you also talk about um, abstaining from alcohol which if you've listened to our the talk that Sarah and I do for our pre- at expos, I always say I always have a beer and a piece of carrot cake the night before a race because you never know what's going to happen the next day. and You're just <laughs> celebrating being there. Yeah. So it goes anti Ellie, but for the most part, you do want to kind of lay off just a little bit, correct? I'm okay
1: with the beer and the carrot cake. Okay, but thanks. Before then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think it's just time to really hone in on, again, going back to hydration, but also removing any triggers that slow the body down and what alcohol does is it just slows the body down a little bit it slows down liver function and you want to speed everything up so I always tell my athletes to absolutely become a robot the week of your race practice what you're going to be eating and almost let all the food decisions be made the week of your race so that you're not second guessing yourself because if you're like me I always second guess certain decisions but if I have the menu pre-prepped and I'm just eating things very routinely and really only living on a few different meals that i've just made a ton of then the week goes by so smoothly and it's very very um it's very comforting to the body it almost makes the body feel safe when you just eat things in a really routine way the week of your race
0: um, speaking of smooth, we want to stay away from the raw, we <laughs> the Brussels <the> sprouts, <laughs> Good the grains, the rentals, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, a, a full week out, do you think is wise or three to Definitely. four days? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Three, four days to a week. Totally. It's very tempting to want to eat really Uh, big salads, like tons of roughage, right? You go to, say, uh, like Modern Market, which is a chain here, and you think, I'll just get the biggest salad they have because I want to eat really healthily Super healthy, yeah. right. But if you're not used to that much fiber, it can be a little bit of an irritant to the gut. So really hang back on the raw roughage. Try to stay away from those raw kale salads, as tempting as it may be, and stick more towards the cooked and the blended because this time of year it lends itself to more blended soups roasted vegetable trays. It's very natural. And that's why I love that race, high race season is in the fall yes. because already you're being prompted socially to eat more cooked food.
0: Yeah. And like butternut squash, uh, sweet potatoes. What are Absolutely. some other like um, good sources of um, micronutrients that they could have that week?
1: You know, I'm a huge fan of legumes. I okay. think legumes are a really good way, especially when they're used in the soup format and those kind of things to increase your protein intake, which sometimes it's hard as female athletes to get enough, sure. but also give you that extra punch of carbs. So I say legumes and then there's a caveat. If you're not used to legumes, <laughs> you don't might. start eating black bean pasta, Sure. But I do love legumes. And I also think that you should really hone in on just what you said, the root vegetable winter squash situation. Even beets, I say, fall into that category because it's again, your body, when it's repairing itself really quickly, you're hungrier, and that's okay. Don't fear that hunger, eat to that hunger, but try not to thrive or or almost survive on processed carbohydrates. Go to a big plate of roasted beets with maybe some chef cheese, like fun things like that, right? Sure,
0: absolutely. Well, and to that end, um, there are, um, there, you gave us a lovely recipe repertoire that has. Two breakfasts, four entrees, mm. five extras, which are include the roast. The, the extras include a roasted vegetable formula. Um, we have cauliflower rice. Um, we have a lovely crockpot minestrone, which I feel like I have seen all over Facebook. People love that soup. That's awesome. It's a really good soup. And then let's talk about um, the yogurt merit yogurt marinated chicken kebabs because one of the things that has stuck with me ever since you said this the first time to me was how much nicer what yogurt does when you use it as a marinade.
1: Yeah it's um, kind of here's one of my secrets. Yeah. Yogurt pre-digests meat and so it just breaks it down and if you think about meat as being um, obviously a protein your body it takes a while for it to unravel those strain, strands of amino acids but if you marinate it in yogurt it you'll find it just sits really really beautifully. It's very light and you digest it very quickly. So I learned this when I was doing some culinary training and I just can't believe it's not more popularized. I don't see it very often and obviously we've got quite a few um, I'm sure listening that are dairy intolerant um, and I have yet to try doing it with a dairy-free yogurt. I'm sure that it works partially the same but I know with a a regular plain yogurt it just makes your meat so tender too. So if you're going to be doing a little bit of um, entertaining the week of your race, definitely use that recipe.
0: Or entertain yourself. I mean, honestly, make it the week, uh, like, make it on a Monday and eat it for lunch, eat it for dinner, because it is. It is so tasty, but it also, like, it just makes things easy. Like, I just like yes. that. It just has had that. It's super, it's just super tasty. So um, the other one, the breakfast, um, curry sweet potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. Again, a little bit out there, but kind of fun yeah. and also super satisfying and giving them what they need, all the carbs, macronutrients. Absolutely. Micronutrients.
1: I'm so, so in love with sweet potatoes the week of your race. I think it, I, I want it to be the predominant carb. And so if you're used to treating yourself week of race to pancakes, try this one on for size and it has some really anti-inflammatory spices so that's what I tried to play around with was adding some curry powder which has turmeric in it and making it really a good spice plate flavor profile that kind of jazzes you up for the day and so um, if that's something that you're even curious about definitely try these recipes the week before the week of your race, because I don't want anything to be something so new that you have any digestive upset. But definitely tinker with these now.
0: Absolutely, and if you're not racing, um, I still suggest you guys. Um, again, these will be these will be linked in the show notes, um, and so definitely take a moment, grab them as a PDF. Um, it's two things: it's a two-week race prep, and then it is all her delicious, super easy super thoughtful recipes, um, have them. And, you know, you don't have to be tapering to try the recipes.
1: Oh, no. I'm
0: not tapering for anything. I eat them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. So, um, so yeah, so that, so that I like just the way that you come in. It's so basic, but it's so helpful because mm. I do think that we have a tendency to overthink things sometimes. Mm. And you've put in all the training, and you're like, okay, but now I don't want to mess anything up, mm. right? Mm. And so this is a nice little – Roadmap to kind of minimize the digestive stress and make sure that you're giving your body what you need.
1: Well, and I'm hopeful by making some decisions for you, you have some more time on your hands to pamper yourself. And I loved what you said about celebrating yourself and entertaining yourself. Let taper weeks be an invitation to take really good care of yourself in a way that you don't often take good care of yourself. Schedule that massage, take some time in the bath to read, do things that you wouldn't normally allow yourself to do because you don't have time.
0: Exactly. And so
1: if I've made some decisions for you on exactly what to do, I'm hopeful that frees you up to really invest in yourself.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, that is a lovely segue, and I promise we didn't script that. Um, but investing in yourself to um, Living Nourished, the fall edition. So, again, um, it's November 4th, which is a Monday, and it goes to December 1st, which is a Sunday. So, it is four full weeks. And talk a little bit about um, your intention behind this, the season of fall and what you're bringing perspective wise to the program.
1: So fall is a really dramatic shift in season, it and is. it's a just it's an emotional season where things are leaving. You know, the fall, the the leaves are falling, and you're seeing so much transformation. And so, fall living or nourished like a mother is an invitation to embrace that transformation and build routines in your life, especially around food and lifestyle design that make you feel your best. Right. So we start off with how to build a really simple but very very life-giving morning routine, as well as how to manage the chaos of midday. So I I give some really tangible, very actionable tips about what the heck to do when you get to midday and everything just feels like it's complete chaos. So I give some very, very... easy to follow guidelines, and then what to do about your evening routine. So week one is all about how to build routines, how to build that perfect day of habit that really makes you feel balanced because I want you to go into the holidays feeling like you have absolute, almost control over when you're working and when you're relaxing so that you don't feel like you go into the holidays just completely strung out.
0: Well, and I love the idea. I I know sometimes for me, I just – sometimes my days just look like one big thread, right? Like there is no start. There is no stop because – I stop and I'm like, okay, first thing I got to do, get up tomorrow morning and do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm ending right now and I, you know, I haven't finished and dang it, I haven't finished it. So I'm just going to just keep rolling, rolling, rolling like a big ball of Mm -hmm. yarn. And having those rituals at the beginning and the end of the day where you are like, okay, I'm intentionally starting here. This is my bookend for the front of the day. And then here's my bookend for the end of the day. I'm intentionally ending this day and I am winding down and I'll tackle my next one tomorrow is just... It sounds so basic, but it it can really, really be life changing
1: it's just it's the art of the pause yeah honestly and so week one we definitely spend time working on food we actually go through how to prep dinner how to plan dinner i give a beautiful packet they're some of my favorite recipes for dinners but then we spend some time on the lifestyle design because i don't want to ever add something to someone's plate when i know that their routines aren't ready for something new so fall is all about stripping away all of the unnecessary and getting back to the basics and that's what the first week of living nourished like a mother is about, and then we take things inside and we, look and we
0: go, it. yeah, we deep don't... into the plumbing, right? The digestion, <laughs> yes.
1: Just like I talked about, kind of extracting what we need and ditching the rest. That's a really good uh, description of the digestive system. And so week two is all about optimizing digestion. So whether you're coming in with a really resilient, you've got copper pipes and you're completely <laughs> fine, great. I'm going to make sure you're completely fine, especially during the indulgent season of the holidays. Where where you're probably eating more or eating different foods and celebrating. And so optimizing your digestion going into the winter months is the best thing you can do. Or maybe you're coming into the program and you're like, holy cow, I have bloat that builds and builds as the day goes on and the bloat just won't stop this program's for you too, because we're going to troubleshoot bloat. We're going to troubleshoot uh, reflux. We're going to troubleshoot any type of GI distress you're coming into the program with, with some very simple remedies that you can apply to both you and hopefully your family too. I if know, they need them. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of the women coming in have little kids and a family, and I want to make sure to give you tools that help with upset bellies across the family because digestive distress sometimes gets normalized. And I'm speaking from experience. Sure. I normalize digestive of distress forever. My nickname growing up was Ellie Belly. <laughs> all I talked about was my belly, and it always had just like this distended little belly. And it turns out I actually had some massive GI issues that were going on. And so I I say all this to say I'm teaching you what I know to be driven by science, but also what I see work most effectively and efficiently, so that you you wake up with that flat belly and you keep it. You don't and you
0: feel good, yeah, yeah. You don't feel like it's growing over the day. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. And so that is week two. So um, Um, Just in case you missed it, week one we hit dinner with, I think, like 10 great recipes, right? Week two we hit lunch, and then week three we hit breakfast and some celebration of this of the season, is that correct? Yeah,
1: so week three we go into the kitchen. So if we think of week one as lifestyle design, week two is about the biology, week three we go straight into the pharmacy of the house, which is the kitchen, and we talk all about how to eat seasonally, what to prioritize this time of season, and maybe trying on some new foods that you've never tried before that are fall-oriented, and this whole program is devoted to meal planning. So if you feel like meal planning, is a burr in your bonnet, it never works, it doesn't happen, This program is devoted to tools to help you meal plan, and I do all the meal planning for you come week four. So week four, I stitch everything together, and you have a sample meal plan that's done for you, shopping list and everything, so that you can kind of model what you've learned off of that and go into the holiday season with this new skill set that doesn't feel quite as overwhelming. Because meal planning, as I say in all of my programs, is the linchpin to everything. When you have a plan and you know what's in the kitchen or what you're going to be grabbing, your weeks just tick along like clockwork.
0: Sweet. And it does go over the week of Thanksgiving, which is which a is little bit by design. Per- yes, yes. Perfect. I mean, it's kind of going to be fun. So I'm, I'm guessing that we'll have a couple tricks up our sleeve as far as, you know, Either um, ways that you could tweak some recipes if you needed to. um, Absolutely. We're going to have fun. I'm
1: so excited that this plays with, with Thanksgiving because what better way to celebrate this new lifestyle design, some new routines, than really having this big dinner on the last Thursday of the month where we just celebrate.
0: Exactly. Are you a big Thanksgiving cooker?
1: You know... I I have been in the past. I've simplified, okay. and here's me maybe growing up in that. I've tried to not take on more than I can chew.
0: That's good. More than
1: I can chew, which yep. just feels good. And this year is going to be incredibly simple, um, as I will be actually celebrating with my mother and father-in-law, who are going to be in from Africa, okay. and they are going to take the reins. So I'm going oh. to be sitting back and relaxing and helping everyone do their thing and be their best. But yeah, I'm going to keep it you, simple. You're going to sure. be a, a sous chef. I'm, I can't say it.
0: Sous chef? Yes. I am going to be a sous chef. Just, yes. Yeah. Nice. Ellie taking orders. Um, well, great. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Again, so... Um, um, the, the links for everything for her t- taper menu, for her two-week um, list of what to do before a race, as well as Living Nourished Fall will be in the show notes. You can also find Living Nourished Like a Mother, the fall edition, at the Train Like a Mother Club, which is trainlikeamother.club. Um, Ellie, have a great fall. I'll probably see you, you soon. Yes. but um, But until then, good job and have a great time in all your races, you guys. Yes,
1: good luck. I'm cheering you on.
0: Absolutely. Me too. Take care. Bye.